You're listening to Childeric. Hey guys, what's going down today? We got breaking news. Breaking news. Speaker Paul Ryan announces retirement from Congress. I'm tired. It's time to retire. See, this is what I've been talking about. Some of these people that are in there, they, now he got in there, he's elected, he, he did the thing, and somehow through some maneuvering and some other retirements and whatnot, the guy ends up Speaker of the House, okay? And since that time, he's been completely lambasted because he does this thing where it's, ever since Trump was elected, the the GOP has been having this insider thing going on where they're like, well, what are we going to do, boys? Uh, looks like Trump's going to gonna drain the swamp. Looks like, uh, when, how are we going to fight back against this? And they're like, ah, oh, I got an idea. We'll use the old tried and true. Uh, that's right. We're going to come up with uh, legislation that... Uh, that he'll be forced to pass. We'll never, he'll never, he'll have to veto everything. We'll, we'll work against him. None of that's worked. None of that's worked. The same run-of-the-mill politics that the GOP establishment has used in the past for decades does not work, okay? And so these people have come to the point where they're, where they're, they've been bucking against this and saying, nope, nope, we're going to keep the power that we have. And it, it's, it doesn't work. You're not getting anything done. People are upset. People are, are they, they don't have any appreciation for um, that type of politic anymore. So that's why you see a lot of these guys, um, you know, I'm out. I'm getting the crap out of here. I, I can't get anything done anymore. You mean, no, I, I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. A lot of these people have dealings with uh, special interests that they literally use to line their own pockets. And they change the rules from time to time, but the idea that they're doing it and that, I mean, Nancy Pelosi's worth like $200 billion and her, the amount of money that she gets paid from Congress, like amounts to 5 million. Okay. Over the period of time that she's been there. So that's the kind of stuff that we're looking at now. It, it, this has been going on for a long time, for decades. And they're right. They're right in the, in the, the one respect that, well, we've always done. I mean, this is business as usual. <laughs> this is what people are upset about, business as usual. You've got us into uh, all kinds of problems with that. And not only that, business as usual ends up, uh, that's how you get Uranium One scandals, okay? That's how you get uh, people making deals for $145 million, okay? Now, this is so now Ryan says he's like, well, I'm not running away, whatever. Okay. Whatever you, you were there, you did the job. That's fine. That's fine. But there's a, there's a number of these people that is that as soon as Trump got elected and, and they fought against him for a little while, tried to rail against him and it didn't work. It didn't work. And, and it's not because of Trump. It's because people are just fed up with it. Okay. So Zuckerberg, once again, getting blasted, uh, representative Marsha Blackburn blasts Zuckerberg for using algorithms to censor conservatives. This is actually going on. We're actually seeing this, that they're, that they're actively denying conservatives voice on their platform. And this goes back to what I was saying before that all of these, uh, tech giants all sat in the room with Obama. Okay. They all sat down and in the room with Obama and they got their game plan together. They're, apparently, they're all liberals, okay? Now, there's an aspect to this that I don't think anybody's cared to look at. And that aspect is, is that when you get a kid like Mark Zuckerberg, 
and he's with uh, all of these other tech giants, and the he's summoned, summoned by the president of the United States. What's this guy going to do? You know what I mean? What's he going to do? He's not going to go in there like, he's not going to go in there and act like he's in command. I'm, I'm in command. I've, I've created Facebook, successful tech company, social media. I've got a lot of influence, a lot of power. He's, that's not the kind of meeting that he's going to have with uh, a person who's the you know, most powerful uh, man in the world okay, at the time. So whatever they talk about, whatever they talk about has to be viewed through the lens of Obama being uh, a political authority, uh, a person who's in charge. And, and so there's some serious uh, uh, concerns with the idea that, that these people, these tech giants, uh, may have felt like they were not in a position to disagree or to decide not to uh, cooperate. See what I'm saying? So that's, that's one thing. And so that's why we're getting this, uh, that's why all of this controversial stuff that they're doing, that they, in their minds, felt like they were compelled to do because a person of authority essentially, you know, approach them improperly to do it. Okay. So it's, it's more, it's more of the same from Obama and his ilk, his crew, his liberal globalist elitist. It's, it's, it's BS. Uh, Gateway pundits reporting, uh, Saudi Arabia intercepts rocket over Riyadh. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I think the aspect of, uh, the Saudi Arabian military forces, uh, they, during that time, especially when the, the war in Yemen was, was um, at its, I don't want to say it was at its peak because we haven't seen, <laughs> it, it, is, it hasn't ended yet. So, but uh, during that time, they were having some serious problems because the, um, these militia groups in Yemen were able to, you know, with impunity, uh, fire on uh, established lookout scout bases of the Saudis and instead of uh, standing their ground, um, they were usually these towers, they're like these makeshift towers that were um, constructed to house, you know, maybe a handful of people, maybe three or four people. Well, when those three or four people come under attack from a, from a sizable uh, militia force, well, they would just run and leave all of their weapons and, and their bullets and their money and, and they'd take off. So it was not, and so the tank factor in Yemen was negated by the fact that there are tens of thousands of RPGs just waiting for a tank to come across and get blown up. And they were actually using them successfully against uh, some, of the, some of the most advanced tanks and, and, and fighting vehicles that the Saudis had. So, so it, was looking, it wasn't looking like they were, uh, like they were gaining, okay, uh, against, the, against those heavily armed militias. But here we have um, now this, whatever this new technology that they've purchased in arms, which is probably Patriot-based or, or Thad-based, is actually being, is actually seen as successful in destroying a lot of these missiles and rockets. I think it's interesting that now you have Saudi Arabia uh, essentially uh, living under the same conditions that the Israelis have been living under for years, you know? So that's why I think that you're starting to see uh, the crown prince, you know, recognizing Israel's right to exist and, you know, backing away from that, uh, the religious aspect of their culture and moving more towards uh, um, a secular government 
which is inclusive of various religions. So it's a loosening of that religious grip on the government there. So a lot of interesting things happening there. Um, of course, Syria is a big in the news today because President Trump sent out a tweet this morning, early this morning, uh, basically reaffirming his resolve that, you know, they will destroy uh, with airstrikes or other, you know. So so the it's shaping up kind of, it's shaping up kind of weird um, and people are pretty nervous about it. Pretty nervous about it. So I, I got a lazy producer. My goodness, this guy. I, get him on the phone. Get him on the phone. Do I have to do everything myself? Ridiculous. Newt Gingrich says, Mueller and FBI are acting like Stalin and the Gestapo in Germany. I like Newt Gingrich. A lot of people uh, see just some old conservative guy when he's, uh, maybe he's on Fox News or whatever, some of their features. But uh, a lot of people don't uh, remember his work during the 1980s. Uh, his work with High Frontier, a project called High Frontier. High Frontier was a project that uh, was part of the Star Wars initiative. And the Star Wars initiative was um, to create a weapon system that was able to uh, neutralize nuclear warheads, nuclear missiles, um, and of then the Soviet Union. So from that time period, uh, that's where all of this technology that we're seeing, the defensive rocket technology that we're seeing now, that's where it spawned out of, was the, all of that time that they spent researching and dumping money into uh, development of these types of weapons. But so, and, and it was, this is back in the Reagan days, and, but a young Newt Gingrich was there. He was uh, part of the Project High Frontier, and he was part of the think tank that was, um, that was actually trying to figure out um, how to neutralize that uh, component, that destructive component, the nuclear component. Representative Nunez warns Rosenstein and Ray, turn over unredacted documents or face impeachment. See, on some of this stuff with the, with the redacted uh, versions of some of the documents, on some of it, I, I feel that it's, there's some legitimacy to it uh, in the aspect of you can't give away uh, classified information uh, and you can't give away sources and, sources and methods. Uh, you can't give away to the enemy. You can't make it public because then everyone will know uh, whoever it is, I don't want to single anyone out, whether it's the Russians or the Chinese or anybody, but there are certain things that you don't want to know about how the intelligence, uh, how classified intelligence is gathered, uh, because that puts the people who are out there gathering it at risk. So that's in this particular case, that ability to redact documents, uh, because of that clause has caused all of this you know, hubbub because in this uh, case, apparently um, there's dispute over whether the uh, redactions are being used appropriately. And so that's why we've seen at some certain points that um, documents that had been redacted were actually unre unredacted so that the information and the players, the people were actually known uh, subsequently uh, because of the fact that it was an improper redaction. So, 
So yeah, good on him because those guys, uh, especially if there's uh, improper redactions, uh, stuff that it's essentially saying that uh, they're blanking out certain information and keeping that from people who have the clearance to see it uh, because they don't want them to investigate any further. It's a stonewall tactic, and, and it's a stonewall tactic that shouldn't be being used internally in the government, especially when everyone that is asking for the documents has the classification clearance. It's pretty, it's, you know, this, I don't know what they're, I don't know what they're talking about. I mean, I don't know what they're, they're, geez, the picture, I'm telling you what, these guys look shady. These guys look really shady. Like, oh, you got Rosenstein, you got Ray. Ray's like, I'm going to hold my ground. I'm not going to let you have that unredacted document. Then you got uh, Nunez. He's like, you're going to give me the document. That's the look on his face right now. You're, you're giving me the unredacted documents. You understand? Or you'll be gone. And Rosenstein's like, I'm going to try to call your bluff, but I know I'm going to fail. So I'm a bit nervous and you can see that in my eyes and also uh i am trying to keep a strong uh face trying to stay strong because i might you know what i mean it's like somebody who's actually embarrassed but their the blood doesn't rush to their face that's what that's the look he has on his face <laughs> Rand paul rails against the fbi raid on michael cohen's offices he says it was an abuse of power and that Robert Mueller was given too much power. Just the, the whole Mueller investigation, the, the whole Mueller special, yeah. This has led absolutely nowhere. And he's been given all kinds of freedom to explore various things, none of which have uh, amounted to connections with Russia. None of which. It's none of it is is real. Okay, the Russian collusion was what they were supposed to be investigating, and the guys looking for evidence that Trump had sex with a porn star by violating his uh, uh, rights and everyone else's, and setting a precedence for the violation of everyone else's. Okay, so that's unhinged. You're that is um, back up the truck, fella. Back up the truck. Justice Department, uh, Jeff Sessions, to halt legal advice program for illegal aliens in detention. That's right. Uh, he's, man, Obama was really big with this stuff, and he created a huge mess. And what an idiot. What, a, what an idiot. I don't want to say, like, he did all of these things intentionally. You can't really say that he didn't. He's done all these things intentionally. And you have to ask yourself the question, what was the purpose of that? What's the purpose? Add up everything that the guy has done from the time he was elected to the time he left office and even to, the, to today when Trump is president. Add it all up. And you'll see clearly that this guy is acting out some type of strange fantasy where he overthrows the government of the United States. He destroys America. Okay. He's sick. He's a sick individual. While they're rounding up all of these people, that guy needs to be in cuffs.
that's the kind of day that we're living in today. That's the kind of thing that things that we're having to deal with. And it's sad. It's a sad, the commentary, I mean, this is, so now the UK prime minister, Theresa May won't blame Assad for Syrian gas attack. She says that more evidence is needed. But you got that right. You got that right. You're going to you're going to need need the evidence. You can't This isn't uh this is it's like a Colin Powell moment at the UN with all the flashcards and the pictures. We got we've got intelligence photos. Look at this. They covered this up. Cover up. It's where the chemical weapons are. Never found the chemical weapons. Never found the chemical weapons. They had thought that the chemical weapons ended up in Syria. And maybe, maybe, but all of these, all of those countries have uh, the ability to manufacture those types of weapons. Even if they don't do it on a large scale, they can do it on a smaller scales and still have the same effect because it's um, less detectable and they are able to fly under the radar quite a bit more. So I agree somewhat that they do need more evidence before they take action. But I also think that, uh, I also think that Assad really needs to provide evidence that he didn't do it. Now, if this doesn't beat all, the FBI admits that Trump hating FBI lovebirds, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page still have their top security clearance. The stuff's not, the stuff isn't going to end until, until criminals are cuffed up and charged with their crimes. It's not going to end until you do that, until that happens. Two of the, my favorite black people, Diamond and Silk. I love these ladies. These, these two ladies are just the greatest. Zuckerberg admits Facebook made enforcement error in determining Diamond and Silk unsafe, and they're working to reverse it. Yeah, but see, that's the problem, is there shouldn't be an algorithm, okay? This is the whole point of the whole thing, is there shouldn't be any, you shouldn't be deciding what people are listening to, what they are accessing, that the, what they, you, know, you shouldn't be deciding what they choose to access. It's that simple. That's what the whole thing boils down to. And... As far as their, uh, the user agreement is concerned, which is, which is written to absolve Facebook and other websites, this is why they do it, it's, it's to absolve them of any liability that should arise from the use of the site. But that's, that's what the user agreement is for. It's literally to absolve the company, to, to not make them culpable for anything that happens. Like if somebody you know, threatens another person, it's not Facebook's fault because, you know, it's, it's like blaming, it's like suing the phone company because someone called you and threatened you. See, the phone company doesn't have anything to do with it. And so that's essentially what they've got here. And if he, um, if he was smart, that's how he would frame his, uh, his business model in that he's just a tool of communication, not uh, deciding which is, which communication is. So he's essentially tried to turn himself into, um, an intelligence gathering arm of 
apparently Barack Obama, okay, and and now he's being weaponized and used against people who have dissenting views from their viewpoint, which are conservatives, and and Diamond and Silk are really outspoken, but they're not in any way dangerous. <laughs> they're they're not in any way unsafe, okay. So the absurdity that this is that has come about because of their little game that the liberals are playing, the globalist elitists they're playing, mm-hmm. it, it just isn't going to work. But the absurd, the absurdity of the whole thing is that they they are doing it any that they're trying to do it anyways. It's like they know it's not going to work, but they're trying to do it anyways. And to be that far detached from reality to make you know those basic decisions. Because this is, I just explained it. It's not, you know, this is not complicated. It's quite simple. You guys have to, you know, separate yourself from the content. You've provided the platform and that's what you've always, you know, been about is just providing the platform for people to, you know, come and, and communicate with people. So you're a communications platform. You know, you're not a eavesdropping platform. You're not, you're not there to, to listen in on somebody's phone call just in case they say a bad word. Or communicate with someone else idea that you don't that is not your viewpoint, your political viewpoint. So you got some hard thinking to do because uh, I'm guaranteeing you that people are pissed. They're really, really pissed. They've been taken for a ride by a stupid website. You know what I mean? A stupid website that's only there to just facilitate communications between people, not interject itself in the conversation.